Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you won't find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today and uh, it's great to be back. Uh, it's great to um, be here to give you guys some headlines as they relate to Bible prophecy. We have a lot to talk about uh, today and I'm gonna try to get it all done today in less than an hour so um, sorry you guys have been on for a while it has been a crazy hectic hectic week and your prayers sure are felt and are very much appreciated and um, I'm gonna drop my little doggy bed down here because squirt was throwing a fit and uh, I put him up on the desk with me so <laughs> if you hear him you know it so guys i got some stuff to talk about so netanyahu praises idf operation home and garden in jenin says more to come that was posted the 7th of july uh, and you can check that out at hopeforourtimes.com we'll talk some other articles from there uh, net zero policies will make people poorer colder and less free we'll talk about that in the earthquake swarms rattles iceland as experts warn eruption could occur within days yes folks and here we go it's like a slippery slope so netherlands is approving euthanasia for people with autism intellectual disabilities and mental illnesses Mm-hmm. i think you knew that was coming and uh peter rewrites the book of genesis in creation account huh yeah so much so much you guys the uk vows to lead international opposition to iran as head of u.n security council hmm and china's military is leading the world in brain neuro strike weapons that's going to be something we may want to talk about today as well and if you want some really really good articles you can go to olivetreeviews.org and check out a bunch of them there jan posted on a lot of rss feeds there or you can go to hope for our times and uh, hopeforourtimes.com and check out the news and articles section and uh, folks there is not not anything short folks of articles and headlines and things going on in our culture today my pastor dallas stringer uh, preached a excellent sermon today and um and it was fantastic right on point it was right out of malachi chapter two the very end in the beginning of uh, chapter three in malachi if you haven't read that lately you might want to go check it out and see what you guys uh, can get out of this with the word of god or the holy spirit will impart to you from the word of god i always say if you want to hear god talk audibly read his word out loud that's right god told me to tell you to tell me no <laughs> but if you read his word out loud then hey there you have it right oh my goodness gracious so let's check this out 15 minute cities the esg scores the digital ids where will these globalist initiative initiatives lead hmm the antichrist the uh one world government uh yeah anyway that's by david bowen or bowen uploaded the 8th of july at harbingersdaily.com you guys can check that out as well if you would like to but I'm going to read you guys that article in the coup we never knew by Victor Davis Hansen. You can find that a real, real clear politics. If I can talk clear today, real clear politics.com. We will check that out as well. Got a great lot of great articles. And of course, one of my very favorite, Terry James. Now I know you are going to go sleep home and not today. <laughs> Terry James prophecy line.com. Uh, and Terry wrote a very good article. It's last day's hurricane. Deadly winds are beginning to blow. Not the literal type of wind, but wind that is prophesied by Jesus for the last days of the age before the tribulation 
begins. And guys, that's going to be a really good article that we're going to want to uh, chit chat and mull over today. And um, I watched uh, Pastor Brett on his prophecy update, and he talked a lot about like ESG scores and um, uh, persecution and that kind of thing. And, you know, you'll hear these prophecy teachers, you just sow your money, you just sow your money to my God's going to bless you sevenfold, whatever. That's a bunch of heresy. And it always reminds me, in King James Version language, I love it, they will make merchandise of you. That's what they're doing. Um, but, in other words, will we see persecution before the rapture? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I don't think anybody... Uh, could say otherwise because Christ promised that we will be persecuted. He told us that just because we are followers of him. We had to pick up our cross daily, which means we're going to be persecuted. We will be. Um, now, are we going to see the persecution that's going to crawl in the world from God Almighty? No. No, but we will be persecuted. And we, we face trials and tribulations daily, but not the one coming from God um, in the end days, which is the great tribulation. But we're going to see a lot of this ramping up to see what it's going to look like in the tribulation, what's going to come upon non-believers and believers alike um, during that time that's never been, uh, never ever been that bad, horrific in history ever since the world has begun. But it will be. And you don't want to be here for that. So my cat is screaming in the background because I have her locked out of the room. <laughs> You'll hear her meowing in the background. I gave her some Kong catnip. I thought that might calm her down, but no, she's going crazy. So, you know, if she rips the door off of the hinges, then you will know that that catnip is some good stuff. Because I tell the I tell the dog, she's on the nip, boys. She's on the nip. <laughs> if you can't hear her screaming, you ought to hear it. It's, it's hilarious. But anyway, um, on to bigger, better things. I am moving. Praise God. August the 1st, I am out of this apartment with the crazy neighbors and uh, all kinds of crazy stuff going on here on some solemn news. Um, I want to let you guys know we have a lot of motorcycles, a lot of kids, a lot of crazy people rev their engines, these loud pipes. And even I was, I know I was a kid, you know, whatever. And these kids riding wheelies on these motorcycles up and down Western. And uh, one of them died. Uh, I believe it was, um, I want to say Friday night when I was on my way home. Uh, my phone was blowing up because I live off of Prairie, and I guess there was a really bad accident, and they had the roads closed, and people were calling to make sure I was okay. And um, you know, like my friend Kay and several people were shooting me texts. I'm like, what was going on? I had my phone turned off because I was with clients, and um, as soon as I turned my, my phone back on, I got all these messages. And anyway, well, he was one of those kids that's ride the wheelies, you know, and gunning it and whatever, and he passed a motorcycle cop uh, a mile over, a mile actually two miles over um over off a hillside and uh that motorcycle cop clocked him going 101 miles per hour down uh bell street so he flipped his lights on to initiate the stop and realized it was too dangerous turned his lights off so he followed him at a distance without lights and sirens um because we do have a no chase policy for police officers for uh, motorcyclists because it could endanger them and other people and um so anyway, he was following him at a distance coming up Western Street. Noticed that traffic had all stopped. Well, there's a lady pulling out of uh, the Wendy's parking lot in a pickup. And he was going in excess of 100 miles an hour when he hit her. And uh, well, let's just say uh, his bike was at Wendy's and his body flew about two, I would say, probably a good thousand feet uh, to the Brahms in the middle of the road. And of course, he died on impact. But um you know, we hope that he knew the Lord by looking at his Facebook page. It didn't seem like he knew the Lord. So just know that your life can be taken from you in a split second. Uh, you don't know when God's going to call your number. So anyway, give you some solemn news on that. 
And uh, more solemn news. If you know somebody who does not know the Lord, they are living an active lifestyle of sin, please talk to them before it's too late. You never know. They could have a heart attack, a stroke. You never know. But if you go and talk to them today, at least you'll know that the blood is not on your hands and uh, you have told them the truth in the word of God. So mm, I'm sucking down some coffee today, guys. So let's start with last day's hurricane by uh, Terry James. So daily winds are beginning to blow, not the literal type of wind, but the wind that is prophesied by Jesus for the last days of the age before the tribulation begins. Jesus foretold the following when asked for the sign of his coming and there shall be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars and upon the earth, the stress of nation nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. And that's Luke 21, 25. While we observe how near we are to the midnight hour, hour of human history this foretelling by the lord is front and center it is most prominent in view with the current snapshot of the land some believe the future antichrist rules at present it is hard to fathom how this fellow could be that future ruler of most of the world destined to be worshipped he certainly isn't worshipped at present by the people of france and guys i'm gonna have to let my cat in because she is screaming non-stop so sorry about that i had to had to let murphy in <laughs> so it says um while we observe how near we are to the midnight hour of human history this foretelling by the lord is front and center it is most prominent in view with the current snapshot of the land some believe the future antichrist rules at present it is hard to fathom how this fellow could be that future ruler of most of the world destined to be worshiped he certainly isn't worshipped at present by the people of France. While he attended an Elton John concert, one of his chief cities, as well as others, was, like Nero's Rome, burning. He apparently stayed at the concert despite knowledge that Marcel was on fire. France has increasingly become known as a nation in which chaos and anarchy are out of control. President Emmanuel Macron, if not oblivious to the carnage, certainly hasn't seemed until recent days to consider things serious enough to crack down full force on those perpetuating the riotous damage. Jesus' words about the seas and waves roaring are interpreted by many top scholars to mean the seas of humanity being an extraordinary tumult. At the time, Christ is on the verge of returning. The winds stirring that, quote, seas and waves in that regard have reached hurricane status in Macron's nation. It would seem the following frames, conditions as of this writing. So listen to this. President Macron was last night facing calls to impose a state of emergency after marauding gains of rioters, some armed with stolen Rifles clashed with police in a fourth night of mayhem, resulting in nearly 1,000 arrests. Looters ransacked some of France's major cities as local police declared they were now at war with savage hordes of vermin. With officers from two of the country's biggest policing unions now threatening to revolt, Britain's foreign office issued an alert to tourists thinking of traveling to France as the violence continued to deepen following the fatal shooting of a 17-year-old Nahel Merzak, who was, quote, executed by French police during a traffic stop on Tuesday. The teenager's funeral is being held today against the backdrop of large parts of France being engulfed by fires, violence, and devastating riots, with police reporting 994 arrests overnight. There were more than 3,000 
800 fires on public roads last night while more than 500 buildings were set alight. Emmanuel Crone Green lit the use of armored vehicles and riot police as 45,000 officers were deployed in a desperate attempt to regain control. But the French president has been blasted for not acting fast enough. France on red alert. Macron faces calls to impose state of emergency after marauding gains with guns are seen rampaging in Marseille and police headquarters is ransacked in fourth night of chaos. By George Iden in Arthur Parashar and Peter Allen in Paris. Daily Mail Online. You can see that at the 7 uh, posted on the 1st of July. So, this candidate for becoming the world's most powerful dictator, according to some, has some distance to go in attaining the abilities that a uh, man of sin is prophecy to possess. He has the name that is most interesting. It might be a moniker appropriate for the Antichrist, but that seems to be the extent of his potential for achieving that level of infamy. I probably shouldn't be facetious in making that statement. Who knows? The man whose name means God with us might yet be the guy the New World Order sorts are looking for to implement their Great Reset plans. One thing for sure, Macron is in the middle of what is becoming a full-blown humanity-generated hurricane across the country and the world. I and others are sensing the human, quote, seeing waves roaring that indicate Christ's answer to his disciples atop the Mount of Olives. America has in the recent past endured weeks and even months of destructive winds uh, as such perpetrators as Black Lives Matter and Antifa have wreaked. And with the society and cultural in such a tumultuous and divided condition and with deliberate efforts to stir wickedness, the hurricane of Luke 21:25 is almost upon this generation, he says. This all means, of course, that the same Lord who gave that seas and waves roaring prophecy will soon fulfill the following prophecy though which he also promised believers great hope and comfort. And it says, when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. And that's Luke 21 and 28. Folks, um, you know, us in the United States, we don't get to see a whole lot of actual real news. We get to see what they want us to see. Have you guys noticed that? But did you all realize how, how it is in France? I'm telling you, mm, I have listeners in France. Um, guys, shoot me an email to let me know, you know, how it is and, you know, where you're at. Um, but things are, things are heating up. The world is literally heating up. Art sent me a, a, a text message this morning in that, I guess, last week, the earth was as hot as, as it has ever been uh, since they've been keeping records. Wow. That's got to be pretty hot. Pretty hot. You know, I remember the ice age, you know, we had one of those. Woo. What about a heat age? I think the heat age is coming when Christ comes back because everything's going to be burned up. You guys remember. So, real clear politics. Let's talk about this. The Coup We Never Knew by Victor Davis Hanson. So, did someone or something seize control of the United States? What happened to the U.S. border? Where did it go? Who erased it? Why and how did 5 million people enter our country illegally? Did Congress secretly repeal our immigration laws? Did President Joe Biden issue an executive order allowing foreign nationals to walk across the border and reside in the United States as they pleased? Since when did money not have to be paid back? Who insisted that the more dollars the federal government printed, the more prosperity would follow? When did America embrace zero interest? Why do we believe $30 trillion in debt 
is no big deal. When did clean, burning, cheap, and abundant natural gas become the equivalent to dirty coal? How did prized natural gas that had granted America's wishes of energy, self-sufficiency, reduced pollution, and inexpensive electricity become almost overnight a pariah fuel whose extraction was at war against nature? Which lawmakers, which laws, which votes of the people declared natural gas development and pipelines near criminal? Was it not against federal law to swarm the homes of Supreme Court justices to picket and to intimidate their households in efforts to affect their rulings? How then, with impunity, did bullies surround the homes of Justice Brett Kavanaugh, Samuel Alito, Amy Coney Barrett, Neil Gorsuch, and John Roberts, and Clarence Thomas furious over a court decision on abortion? How could these mobs so easily throng our justices' homes with placards declaring off with their blank? I'm not going to say that. Since when did Americans create a government ministry of truth? And on whose orders did the FBI contract private news organizations to censor stories it did not like and writers whom it feared? How did we wake up one morning to new customs of impeaching a president over a phone call? Of the Speaker of the House tearing up the State of the Union address on national television? Of barring congressional members from serving on their assigned congressional committees? When did we assume the FBI had the right to subvert the campaign of a candidate it disliked? Was it legal suddenly for one presidential candidate to hire a foreign ex-spy to subvert the campaign of her rival? Was some state or federal law passed that allowed biological males to compete in female sports? Did Congress enact such a law? Did the Supreme Court guarantee that biological male students could shower in gym locker rooms with biological women? Were women ever asked to redefine the very sports they had championed? When did the government pass a law depriving Americans of their freedom during a pandemic? In American, can health officials simply cancel rental contracts or declare loan payments in suspension? How could it become illegal for mom and pop stores to sell flowers or shoes during a quarantine, but not so for Walmart or Target? Since when did the people decide that 70% of voters would not cast their ballots on Election Day? Was this revolutionary change the subject of a national debate, a heated congressional session, or the votes of dozens of, legis- of state legislatures? What happened to election not returns? Did the fact that Americans created more electronic ballots and computerized tallies make it take so much longer to tabulate the votes? Hmm. And did the, when did the nation abruptly decide that theft is not a crime, assault not a felony? How can thieves walk out with bags of stolen goods without the wrath of angry shoppers, much less fear of the law? Was there ever a national debate about the terrified flight from Afghanistan? Who planned it and why? What happened to the once trusted FBI? Why almost overnight did its directors decide to mislead Congress, to deceive judges with concocted tales from fake dossiers and with doctored writs? Did Congress pass a law that our federal leaders in the FBI or CIA could lie with impunity under oath? Who redefined our military and with whose consent? Who proclaimed that our chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff could call his Chinese communist counterpart to warn him that America's president was supposedly unstable? Was it always true that retired generals routinely libeled their commander-in-chief as a near-Nazi, a Mussolini, an adherent of the tools of Auschwitz? Auschwitz? 
Were Americans ever asked whether their universities could discriminate against their sons and daughters based on their race? How did it become physically dangerous to speak the truth on campus? Whose idea was it to reboot racial segregation and bias as theme houses, safe spaces, and diversity? How did that happen in America? How did a virus cancel the Constitution? Did the lockdowns rob us of our sanity? Or was it the woke hysteria that ignited our collective madness? We are beginning to wake up from a nightmare to a country we no longer recognize and from a coup we never knew. Folks, you need to go check out that article at realclearpolitics.com. That was by Victor David Hansen. And um, that was a well-written, truthful, on-point article that he uploaded on the 5th of January of this year 2023 guys i am telling you so much is going on so let's just skip on over here to the rest 15 minute cities esg scores digital ids where will these global initiatives lead if you guys have not checked out brett pastor brett's um privacy update at athy creek go check it out uh brett meter talked a lot about this um and i've talked a lot about the global you know your digital money you know cbdc's oh yeah folks it's gonna be so nice no this programmable money programmable you got to think about that it's programmable here heather we're gonna pay you a hundred dollars um for your work today but you know 20 of that i'm gonna program you know that you could you know buy gas and uh, 50 dollars i'm gonna program that you can pay your electric bill you know and and then and then uh you know the other 25 we'll do another 20 30 let's do 30 dollars and we'll let you you know buy some vegetables some plant-based food maybe some lab-grown meat mm-hmm. we're gonna program that for you guys mm-hmm. mm. what was that heather that you said the other day we caught you you were at the store you were talking to a customer behind you we picked it up on both of your cell phones microphone that you you were against the government that you thought this programmable money was a bad thing. Really, well, we're just gonna we'll take some of that programmable money away from you, or you know we'll shut your account down. You know we'll shut your your bank your quote bank account down. You won't be able to buy anything, mm. folks. Totalitarian government is here. It's here. It's coming through to you and me. Didn't they say of July? Here we are, July twenty twenty three. So let's talk about this article from David. Bowen uploaded to harvinsersdaily.com. 15 minute cities. Here we go. C40 cities is a global network of the mayors of the world's leading cities united in confronting climate change. There are 96 member cities, including 14 in the United States. These 96 cities account for more than 20% of the global economy. <laughs> the mayors of these cities plan to pass laws and offer incentives to have their plans accepted, accepted in implemented one can look at oxfordshire england as an example oxford is a city in england in the county of oxfordshire and is one of the 96 members of the c40 cities i chose oxfordshire as an example because they have a detailed website available to anyone who wants to understand this concept better the structure of the c40 cities is also called 15 minute cities the concept here is that filters will be placed around the city to keep people within a 15 minute radius of their residences 
In the fact section on the council's website, it is explained how traffic filters work. These filters will not be physical road closures. Rather, they will be enforced by automatic number plate recognition cameras. They have an acronym for it, ANPR. Unauthorized vehicles going through traffic filters can therefore be identified. Any car that goes through the traffic filter that is not exempt will be issued a fine. It is proposed that residents of Oxfordshire County will be issued 25-day passes per vehicle per year with a maximum of one car per person in two vehicles per household. Residents in the Oxford City permit area who are most affected by the plan would receive a maximum of 100-day passes per vehicle per year. Oxfordshire County did open up the plan for public comments. The council received over 5,700 comments, of which 93% opposed traffic filters and only 7% supported them. Give me a mask. I'll take a mask. Get a mask. Did you get your jab? Did you get your jab? Did you get your booster? Booster? I'm sorry. Don't know where that came from. Oh, the 7%. Uh, anyway, the article continues. Yet in November of 2022, Oxfordshire City or Council City. Uh, County Council, sorry about that, approved the 6.5 million pounds, I guess, for six traffic filters. At the time, 6.5 million pounds was equal to 8,306,350 American dollars. Leaders say traffic filters are intended to reduce traffic levels in Oxford by targeting unnecessary journeys by cars. It will encourage walking, cycling, and using shared public transportation. Mm. Do you like that? Targeting unnecessary journeys by cars. Unnecess- what do they consider necessary? Can you not just go travel? Hmm. Tyranny. Big brothers. We have to call it the United States of America or the Antichrist coming soon to a country near you. ESG. Who cares? Says who cares wins. So, you may have heard of the planned United Nations Proposal Agenda 2030, known as now it's best known as ESG. I'm, t- I'm going to break in here to this article. <laughs> to your regular scheduled programming, folks, look on any country, look on any big business, big corporations, company website, and they all have an ESG, ESG thing. Everywhere you go, it's all ESG. Ooh, yeah. Budweiser doesn't care if they use billions, if they lose billions of dollars. They don't care. It's all about the ESG score. Uh, you know, the Dodgers don't care if they lose billions of dollars because, hey, Christians don't matter. We can mock God. We can, you know, be blasphemous and let these people in. Hey, yeah, it's our ESG scores that we're worried about because, you know, in the future coming tribulation, that's what's going to matter. I'm not kidding you guys. When the Christians are gone and there are going to be some of you that are, have not accepted Christ and you will be left behind in the great tribulation. And at that point in time, when you make the decision for Jesus, it's going to be a whole lot harder for you then than it is right now. So I'm telling you, now's the time. Today is the day of salvation, Jesus said. I'm telling you, if you make it then, you most surely die. You'll be beheaded. You'll be hunted down and killed, murdered. It's called the Tribulation Saints. It's all in the book of Revelation, folks. But listen, listen, these companies, corporations, they don't care because they know what's coming. You and I, we know what's coming because we read our Bible. God tells us what's coming. But the rest of the world... Their, their noses are in their phones. I mean, some of them get their phones like so much that they walk out in front and get hit by buses. You know, they're oblivious to the world around them. They can't carry on a conversation. They can't look you in the eye. 
They have no social skills at all. They can talk to you on a keyboard, call them keyboard warriors, but they can't talk to you in person. There are no skills. They have no skills. They, they can't. They just can't. They don't want to. It's a sad day, folks. But I want to tell you, we know, we know what's coming. God has told us what was coming. These other folks have no idea. They're oblivious. They don't know. Let's get a triple jab. <laughs> I get my booster. Yeah, I got to get my booster. That's got to save me. Yeah. yeah, no. But these are the folks that are lost. And I mean completely lost. And they probably call themselves Z and whatever. They have all these stupid pronouns. There's a he and a she. Sorry. To burst your little bubble. Go back to Genesis. Male and female. That's it. That's all there is. I don't care what you do to the outside of your body or the inside of your body. You are still what God made you. You're either a male or you are a female. That's it. I don't care. hate to burst your bubble, but that's the truth. You may pretend whatever you want. I don't care. And you're going to do all this damage to your body. Do you think they care what this stuff does. You know, I find it I find it really hard to believe that they will not give these drugs to prisoners who have raped children. Oh no. That's too that's too hard on the body to chemically castrate them. But we will give that to a seven year old boy. Oh, that's perfectly fine for him. <laughs> oh, the seven year old little girl. Oh, let's give her some testosterone. Let's cut off her breasts. When she gets old enough. Let's take her ovaries. Hey, just do a hysterectomy. Let's form some stuff for her on the outside. Folks, we have super exceeded Romans. One culture from back in the day. We, we are Sodom and Gomorrah. This country is Sodom and Gomorrah on steroids. It makes me sick. It angers me, but then it breaks my heart. A seven-year-old girl doesn't know. How many decisions when you were a child did you make that you thank God you had a mother and father who disciplined you and said, no, Heather, that's not what we're going to do. (laughs) What does the Bible say? Train up a child in the way they should go. It doesn't say, little Timmy, do what you want to do. It says, train up a child in the way they should go. Spare the rod, spoil the child. Hello. Little Timmy, Tommy, Janie, Jimmy, whatever. Ah, no. I'm so angry about this and heartbroken. And and I know you guys probably are too. I just, mm. anyway, we need to get back to these articles. I could go on forever. So let's go back. So back to the article at ESG, who cares when this says. So you may have heard of the planned United Nations proposal agenda 2030. Yep, we talked about that. Now, it's best known as ESG. ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Government. Did you get that, folks? Government. The term was first used in a 2004 United Nations report entitled, Who Cares Wins? Connecting Financial Markets to a Changing World. Remember, who cares wins? So, throw that in there again about Bud and Target. They don't really care. Billions with a B as in boy. Money they have lost, but they don't 
care because they know in the end they're going to win because, quote, they care about these sinful, wicked things that the world is, calls good, although it's evil. And, you know, the Bible tells us that when they say that good is evil and evil is good, woe to them because the day is coming. So ESG is a comprehensive framework, which includes key elements around environmental and social impact. It is said that in order to succeed, governments must aim, must amend their current structures. Connecting financial markets to a changing world, a comprehensive framework of critical environmental and social elements in amending governmental structure. What do all these objectives mean? And more importantly, what do they lead to? To answer that question, we do not need to guess the World Economic Forum, the WEF, and the World Health Organization, the WHO, have boldly and publicly stated their plans. In 2016, the World Economic Forum Public Relations released a video entitled, quote, Eight Predictions for the World in 2030, end quote. According to the WEF, this is how the world will be transformed as part of Agenda 2030 and the New World Order. The eight predictions are, and I quote, let me check on here, make sure my mic is still going good. Good deal. Numero uno. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy about it. Instead, you'll rent everything you need and it'll be delivered by a drone right to your door. Number two. The U.S. won't be the world's leading superpower. Instead, a handful of countries will dominate together. Number three. You won't die waiting for an organ donor. Custom organs will be 3D printed on demand, but only if your social credit score is high enough. Number four, you'll eat much less meat. Meat will be an occasional treat, not a staple. This is good. This is for the good of the environment and our health. In other words, meat will become so rare and expensive that only the rich will be able to afford it. Number five. A billion people will be displaced by climate change. As a result, countries must prepare to welcome more refugees. By welcoming more refugees, they mean eliminating borders. Number six, polluters will have to pay to emit carbon dioxide. To eliminate fossil fuels, there will be a global price on carbon. Number seven, you could be preparing to go to Mars. Number eight, Western values will have been tested to the breaking point. This means Western cultures and values will slowly become extinct. Ah, and yes, the digital mark, you guys. So that's quite a list. Is there a connecting link to all these initiatives? Yes, it's the digital ID. The digital ID will be the key to making all of these points coexist. Yes, folks, the World Economic Forum may have its eight predictions for the world. Mayors worldwide may be trying to change the structure of their cities, but scripture also tells us what lies ahead in the future. In Revelation chapter 13, verses 16 and 17, he causes all, the small and the great, the rich and the poor, and the free and the slaves, to be given a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads and he decrees that no one will be able to buy or sell except those or the one who has the mark either the name of the beast or the number of his name folks the digital id is not the mark of the beast but the concept of a digital id begins to set the stage for the future mark to be something people have already grown accustomed to and accepted folks that's an eye-opening article by David Bowen. 
And if you want to check out more of that, you can go to harbingersdaily.com. Harbingersdaily.com. Guys, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. If you if you don't see what's coming, if you don't see the world is just screaming from the rooftops that it is setting up the beast system, the system of the Antichrist. It's coming. It's coming today. It's coming soon. It's coming for you if you're not a Christian. But you know, if you are a Christian, then we won't see we won't see anything in the tribulation. We're not going to be in in the tribulation. We won't be in the tribulation. But will we like have tribulation? Of course we are. We live in this world. We we live in a fallen world. We will be persecuted, especially by demons, and uh, we are oppressed by demons, of course, and uh, people. And uh, we're going to see tribulations. We're going to continue to see that until Christ calls us home. But the difference between that kind of persecution and the persecution coming upon the world in the Great Tribulation is totally different. You know, we see man's persecution. We see Satan's oppression and that kind of persecution here now. But the persecution coming on the world, um, the trials and tribulations at that point in time during the Great Tribulation is from God Almighty. When he pours his wrath out onto this world, that's different. We're not made for his wrath. And uh, thank God for that promise. But here's there's just so much, folks, so many headlines. I could just, you know, I just, oh, I just cannot, I cannot. You know, I have some disheartening news, too. You know, I always talking about Pastor Jack Hibbs, you know, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. I love him. I do. But I saw some things that was very disheartening on his YouTube channel. He had, uh, uh, quote, Pastor Robert Jeffress on his program. I could not, could not believe he did that. Robert Jeffress was the one out there shoving the vaccine down everybody's throat. He was on the news showing, if you're not a good Christian, if you don't take to God, blessed us and God gave us this. I'm like, how can a pastor not have um, that much discernment? And that really bothered me that he had him on there. And as I scrolled through the comments on the YouTube video where he had Robert Jeffers on there, uh, it was pretty apparent that everybody, there must have been hundreds of comments on there. I'm like, don't you know who he is? Do you not know who Robert Jeffers is? He's the one that shoved that vaccine down everybody's throat, his congregation, his church, his everything. And I even put my two cents in there too. And I even posted a whole bunch of articles on there that people could go and look. And I was kind of disheartened um, that Jack, you know, didn't Pastor Jack Hibbs didn't know that. And if he did know that, he might have prefaced it a little bit different on his program, but he didn't. And so it kind of concerned me. Not saying he's a bad preacher or anything, but that that really concerned me. So if you guys are out there looking, and I'm probably going to take him off of my, um, I might take him off of my website because I mean I don't want people to go look at this and oh wow he you know what I mean that kind of I want people to be, um you know, but I shouldn't say that Pastor Jack Hibbs is good. He does he does a great I mean he has great sermons on the tribulation, on the rapture of the church. I mean, he's a good pastor, but that that kind of bothered me. You know, that's just me, though. <laughs> but does it mean we should not? So, I mean, just because you have a disagreement, it's not a doctrinal issue for, I mean, a Christian, you know, from a doctrinal matter standpoint, salvation issue, that's, you know. But discernment, folks, discernment. You know, I always say discernment, you know. But I want to go back over here to China's military. This is Washington Times newspaper, America's newspaper. And you can go to WashingtonTimes.com 
And uh, China's military is leading the world in brain, quote, neurostrike weapons. This is a report. Technology could be key asymmetric warfare tool for Taiwan military assault. And it goes on to say this by Bill Gertz. And it was posted um, today. And so China's People Liberation Army is developing high technology weapons designed to disrupt brain functions and influence government leaders on entire populations, according to a report by three open source intelligence analysts. The weapons can be used to directly attack or control brains using microwave or other directed energy weapons and handheld guns or larger weapons firing electromagnetic beams, adding that the danger of China's brain warfare weapons prior to or during a conflict is no longer theoretical. Unknown to many, the Chinese Communist Party or the CCP and its People Liberation Army, the PLA, have established themselves as world leaders in the development of neurostrike weapons. According to the 12-page report enumerating, targeting, and collapsing the Chinese Communist Party's neurostrike program, the Washington Times obtained a copy of the study. The U.S. Commerce Depart- uh, Department in, pu- in December of 2021 imposed sanctions on China's Academy of Military Medical Sciences and 11 related entities the department said were using biotechnology processes to support Chinese military end uses and end users to include purported brain control weaponry. Few public studies or discussions, however, have been held regarding the new advanced military capability. It goes on to say... Um, you can there's a couple videos i guess included when this but um let me see here we go on down there uh, okay there you go so neural strike is a military term defined as the engineered targeting of the brains of military personnel or civilians using non-kinetic technology the goal is to impair thinking reduce situational awareness inflict long-term neurological damage and cloud normal cognitive functions the study was written by ryan clark a senior fellow at the east asian institute of national university of singapore in somebody sean lynn i'm not gonna i cannot pronounce the first name x-i-a-o-x-u there we go sean lynn a former army biologist a microbiologist now with Feeton college and lj eads a former air force intelligence officer and current specialist in artificial intelligence for the u.s intelligence community the three authors write that china's leadership views neural strike and psychological warfare as a core component of its asymmetric warfare strategy against the united states and its allies in the indo-pacific according to the report neural strike capabilities are part of standard military capabilities and should not be viewed as an unconventional weapon limited to use in extreme circumstances likely areas for use of the weapon include taiwan the south china sea east china sea and the disputed sino-indian border the threat is not limited to the use of microwave weapons china's new landscape of neural strike development includes using massively distributed or distributed human computer interfaces to control entire populations as well as a range of weapons designed to cause cognitive damage the report said i'm gonna stop that right here real quick and i'm gonna say listen to this massively distributed human computer human computer interfaces hmm, to control entire populations hmm hmm the beast system hmm so anyway the article continues research is focused on using brain warfare weapons in the near term and possibly during a chinese military assault on taiwan a target for future chinese military operations that u.s military leaders have said could be carried out in the next four years any breakthrough in this research would provide unprecedented tools for the ccp to forcibly establish a new world order which has been chinese president xi jinping's lifelong go the court said military brain warfare can be 
used in what the Pentagon calls or has called China's anti-access um, area denial military strategic strategy for the Indo-Pacific. Imagine at least partially immunized immunized PLA troops being inserted into a geography where a specific weaponized bacterial strain has been released prior to their entry to prepare the ground and eliminate points of resistance, the report says. Any remaining sources of resistance on the ground are then dealt with through Chinese neural strike weaponry that instill intense fear and or other forms of cognitive incoherence resulting in inaction. This scenario would allow the PLA to establish absolute control over a nation like Taiwan, while at the same time blunting any American strategic options to intervene and send troops into support Taiwan. The PLA could thus negate U.S. conventional military superiority with few near-term remedies for the United States, the report says. This scenario is based on known existing CCP research programs and what they clearly strategic aims of those programs are the report said folks i'm just telling you it's getting deep and there's a whole lot more to this article and it gets pretty in depth and i'm gonna i'm gonna link it uh, in the description if you guys would like to go and read um some more of that but guys mm, 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 mm. does this not scream the beast system, the mark of the beast, the Antichrist. How is it going to control the world? Hello, hello, hello. That's going to tell you now if you're not awake and you're not saved, uh, you don't know, you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ today, right now. I don't know what else I can tell you. I implore you to make the decision today. I don't know what else to tell you. Time is short. And uh, Jesus said, when you begin to see all these things, hold your head up high because your redemption draws near. Folks, we've been seeing this for a long time now. It has started. And um, uh, today is the day of salvation. We need to, I mean, we need to wake up. Wake up and, and look to the Lord. You know, prepare our hearts. Be ready for him. Um, because... Uh, I'm just telling you, we could be taken out of here at any moment. And are you going to be ready? Are you going to be waiting? Are you looking for the appearing of Jesus Christ? Are you waiting for your Lord and Savior, my Lord and Savior, our Messiah to come and take us home? Ah, today's the day. Like Art said, there's crowns awaiting us. There's a crown if you love his appearing and you're waiting for him and you're hoping and you're watching for him. There's a crown for that. If you don't get a crown for anything else, you should get a crown for that. And then we can throw it at his feet. One thing I want to talk to you on really quick. Uh, uh, the jpost.com, the Jerusalem Post. Ukraine supports 90% of UN anti-Israel decisions. Israeli ambassador. Just remember that. Israeli ambassador to Ukraine, Michael Brodsky, underlined that Israel has supported Ukraine in the war since the Russian invasion began. Guys, that was posted on today, July the 9th. But it goes on to say here. Um, this is unusual considering Kiev often turns to the Israeli authorities for various requests. He said, if Ukraine sees Israel as a friendly nation, it makes requests from it. Then it needs to support us in the matters that are important to us, just as Israel works with Ukraine on matters important to them. But Ukraine supports 90% of anti-Israeli decisions in the United Nations. So keep that in mind, folks. Be praying for Israel. Um, we are to pray for the peace of Israel all the time as a command from God, from Jesus himself. And there will not be peace in Israel 
until Christ comes back. So when we pay, when we are praying for the peace of Israel, we are praying for the return of Jesus. So we should always be in prayer for that. Guys, I'm going to get off here. And uh, it's good to be back. Hopefully everything will be a little smoother next week. It was super crazy. I was so busy. So busy. Um, but it's good to get to upload some great articles and just, you know, be in the house of God today. I hope you're in the house of God wherever you may be uh, fellowshipping with other believers. And um tell you, if you don't have a good church home, you can go to getalifemedia.com getalifemedia.com and there's uh, ways on there that you can be a home church for Pastor Billy and uh, there is some in Alabama uh, Michelle in, uh, in uh, Alabama she um, has a home church if you guys are anywhere in Alabama and you would like information on that please shoot me an email at heather at bibleprophecyfortoday.com that is the number four bibleprophecy number four today.com uh, shoot me an email and I can get you guys in contact with her. Anyway, um, with that, I'm going to get off here. So get in the word of God and let the word of God get into you and Maranatha, Lord Jesus. Maranatha, may God bless each and every one of you as we await and we are looking for the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you all so much for listening. And uh, uh, man, I'm telling you guys, I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful that God forgives us for our sins and that he doesn't see us as the sinful, wretched people that we are. He sees us through the blood of Jesus Christ, as if we've never sinned. That's what justified means. Anyway, I just want to give you guys some good news today. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Keep looking up. Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Maranatha.